The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. So, first of all, I have a relationship with Rav Steinman since I opened Arnavo. And he's a very, very serious Galal Hadar, and he's a very serious Rosh Hashiva. But I have to tell you a story that happened with us, and all the people that are very close to Rav Steinman, they know the story because it was the first time they ever really heard him make a joke. So when I came to him to open up Arnava, he asked me, what is it? And I said, it's a place for women to come, to learn, to dance, to have food, to socialize, to grow, to have shiurim. So he said to me, and how old are these women that are coming that you want to open up for? I said, I don't know, I'm thinking 16 to 120. That's the age group. Not younger than 16 and not above 120. So he had just finished giving shir, and he looks at me, and he's the Gal Hadar, and he says, what would be if a woman comes and she's 121? You're going to throw her out? So I said, Shiva, if she's 121, I will call you and ask you what to do. So he said to me, don't worry, it'll never happen. So I'm thinking Lamdish, right? I'm thinking Lamdish, because it says you only live till May of Astron. So how could a woman come 121? She said, it would never happen. He said, you know why? He said, yeah, I may have asked him. Nah, no, no, no. He says, Avival, came and she never tells her real age. <laughs> it's not going to happen. So the Gedolim that were in the room, because this was his, right after his shir with Mamish, the place was laughing, and they were like, Rev Steinman doesn't make jokes, whatever it is. So from that day on, we really became very close, because every time I walk in there, they're like, oh, he's the one with the 121. They all know. They all know me. So this is a true story. So I have a high school for girls who called Benos Chaya, who have gone through some really crazy trauma and abuse in their life. And we opened it up eight, nine years ago. And these kids were mamish on the street and not in very good places. And we opened up the school. I'm not going to get into the whole story, but we opened up the school. I had a father, all of a shalom, that at that point, already, I had Ornava, I had a seminary. Well, have a business and a family and a life. And everybody asked me, like, a high school for girls, especially troubled girls, who every girl is like 100 girls. Like, like, what are you taking this on for? And I said, my father used to always say, whenever I used to tell him my plate is full, he said, Tati, my plate is full. I can't, I can't, I can't do anything else. So he's a big deal. Get a bigger plate. That was his, that was the way he always thought. Just get a bigger plate. Your plate's full. Get a bigger plate. What's the big deal? So I started this high school. And it's a high school with therapy, with a lot, a lot of work. And we found that, that as much work as we did with all the therapists and the, I have, Hashem sent me the best mamish malachim as teachers and, 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 and the love that goes on in that school. And as much as we did, they were coming from dysfunctional, abusive homes. So I would work a whole week on these kids. And then on Friday, they would go home. They would come back Monday, shushu, cuckoo. So we would do all this work a whole week. And then it would go out the door because we were sending them back to the abusive home that they were coming from. And they were going through the same abuse. So it wasn't working. It, especially if they got off a few days, like a yantif, forget about it. So we came to the conclusion that the only way to help them is not only to have a school for them, but to have a house for them. So we're going to create this house, and we're going to have a, a from family living in the house. We're going to take care of the girls, and a mechanechas, and we're going to have a curfew, and we're going to feed them, and we're going to take care of them, and we're going to give them a Shabbos. So all the work that we put in is going to stick. So I found this house on MUH, whatever it was, found this house for these girls, but it was mama shambles. So the only way to make it work is they had to raise $300,000 to 
to redo, Mamash, redo the whole house, build the whole inside of the house. Didn't have $300,000, but I was going to Eretz for Yom Kippur. I'm going to go. The, the Rav tonight, tonight spoke by Shal Shurus what a bracha is, Rav Lubyansky, exactly how a bracha works. If it's a nevuah, if it's a bracha, if it's a, listen, I just know you go to Rav Shtime and get a bracha, it's going to happen. So I went to Eretz Yom Kippur. I told my staff, don't worry. Me and Rav Steinman, we got the joke going. We're good. I'm going to get that bracha, and we're going to have this house. Okay? It's a true story. No, you did. What a gadol hadar is. So I come to Rav Steinman. It's the day before Yom Kippur. I said, Rav Steinman, you remember or not, but now we have a high school, and, and, and the kids, and they're on. interesting. I said, he said, what time do you have Ornava? I said, what time do you have? I said, well, it's like till 11 o'clock. I said, 11 o'clock? What's going to be with the Maydloch in Brooklyn? We're out till 4 o'clock in the morning on the corners. I'm like, here's a gutter living in Eretz He knows what's going on in Avenue J. It's not your thing. Oh, they know. They just know everything. So I said, Rav Steinman, I told him the situation. We have this school. We work very hard. I need a bracha. I have to raise $300,000. If, if the Rosh Hashiva could give me a bracha, that it should go easy. I said, I really want this very badly. I don't ask you for much. I want it. The girls want it. Please give me a bracha. Rav Steinman looks up at me, and he says, you want it? Who says Hashem wants it? I'm like, no, 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 Rosh Hashiva, I don't want to build a house. It's not for me. I'm not talking about redoing my house for 300 grand. I said, no, no, it's for the girls. You know, the girls, I take care of. Rav Steinman, I need a bracha. I really want to do this. He says, he looks at me again. He goes, who says Hashem wants such a house? And I'm thinking to myself, I didn't know I didn't get a bracha. I got sort of a clot like it's not happening. I got a clot over it. And I'm like, no, with the rep. And then the guy says, enough, out. Enough. You asked him twice, enough. I called up, I remember I called my brother in law, Yankee. We are in such trouble. I'm like, he didn't only give us a bracha. He pretty much said, Hashem doesn't want this house. Why wouldn't Hashem want this house? It's his daughter's. You know, you know I didn't get a bracha. I didn't get a bracha. But of course, the way it works with brachas is that if you don't get the bracha, Right? You do it anyway. So the whole year, I didn't get the brachas. He didn't give me a bracha. I, I went to raise this money. And I had this one guy who was going to give me the whole money. What happens? Mamash, at the last moment, he calls me up. He says, don't start building. I got this crazy investment in Manhattan. I'm using the money. I'm investing. And I'm like, oh, Rav Steinman, thank you very much. I had him. But you didn't give me the bracha. Fine. Let's tell you what a gadol is. The following year, they, I always go for to Yom for Kippur. The following year, I come to Eretz Yisrael, it's the day before Yom Kippur, I go to Rav Steinman, I'm like, I'm going to try this again. You don't give up. So I come to Rav Steinman, and I say, Rav Steinman, it got worse. I got more girls in my school. I got, I got bigger tzaras right now. Rav Steinman, I need that house. You have to give me a bracha. I need the house. The girls need the house. I cannot send them back to the abuse. And he looks up at me, I'm not going to see it as I'm saying it to you. He looks up at me, and he says to me, it's going to be easy. You're going to raise the money. He says, and I'm telling you that not only the girls are going to live in that house, the Shekhinah is going to live in that house. I was like, wow. This was a dream. But I'm a Machotzef. So I said, Rosh Hashiva, if the Rosh Hashiva just tell me, is it me because I did Chuva this year? Like, why last year Hashem doesn't want the house and this year Hashem's moving in? I mean, that's a big difference. So I said, is it me? Did I do something? What happened? This is a Gadol Hadar. You know how many people he saw that year between, between the two Yom Kippers? Thousands of people came to him. Listen to what he tells me. He says, Rav Wallerstein, last year when you came to me, you told me that you want a building and the girls want a building for your high school. What you want, Hashem doesn't always give you. So I said, who knows if Hashem wants it or not. 
He said, but this year you changed your lashon. This year you said you need. You know, you know how a gadol listens? This year you said the girls need. A tochta for HaKadosh Baruch Hu? Davdapis? A daughter of Hashem needs something? What's Hashem going to give it to you? And I learned something amazing. And I spoke at a over 40-year-old singles event. And I said, I'm not chas v'shalom giving any musr to anyone. I said, but ladies and gentlemen, I said to both of them, I said, people who want to get married, they don't always get married. People who need to get married, always get married. Well, they weren't so happy with me. <laughs> when I got a letter from a girl and she said, Ray Wallstein, thank you. I was at that singles event, marriage. You know why? Because I went out with this guy. And I was like, I don't know. He's not exactly... She said, but then I thought about it. Do I want to get married? I need to, I need to get married. Peter Walston, I'm married and I'm happy. So the difference between people who make changes in the world and don't make changes in the world are the people in the, who make changes in the world, they need to help others. There are thousands of Jews out there that want to help others. I want to help kids at risk. I want to help people who don't have shiduchim. I want to help Chai Lifeline. I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to. And then you're like, no, after 120 years, did you? Well, I got busy with this. I got busy with that. I got busy with that. Rav Steinman says what you want, you don't always get. It's what you need. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.